Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes and Brendan the Producer Pika here for our week one preview. Welcome back, NFL. We missed you oh so very much. Let's go. We needed it, man. We need it. (laughs) More than ever. We're yeah, so I ugh, got two days. I am just so excited for Thursday night football. Yep. Drafts are over, basically. Been too long. No one retired right after you drafted them. <laughs> looking good. That's true. It's looking good. Not too time. much has rocked the boat. Uh, really, the biggest thing has been the Alvin Kamara news about potentially holding out, potentially yeah. getting traded. Uh, but it does appear that they are working towards a extension for Kamara. So I would say proceed as normal. I am heavily invested in him this season. Oh, yeah. uh, so, man, Absolutely. fingers crossed. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, everything's uh, looking good. Yeah, everything's looking good. Andrew, I think we can just jump right into Let's the preview. Uh, for new listeners and for listeners, we are welcoming back. Uh, our previews are going to pretty much be we will cover each game, talk about important players, players who might be on the fence. We will skip over obvious players, um, yeah. you know, as we see fit. Lamar uh, Jackson. Yes, right. They're all starts every every year. Right. And we'll mention relevant matchups, things like that. Uh, And then once we talk about the fantasy aspects, you and I will pick who we decide to win. Brendan Mm -hmm. will be the, uh, I guess, I I guess the judge, the tiebreaker. Good way of putting it. And then we'll end the episode with our yays and nays of the week. So starting out Thursday night football, we have the Deshaun Watson-led Houston Texans facing off against the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, First game of the season, I am very excited. This is going to be a really good matchup. Uh, Let's start with the Houston Texans. Let's do it. You're starting the obvious Watson. You know, this is a great matchup for him. Mm -hmm. Outside of Watson, this is kind of a team of question marks. Uh, starting with David Johnson, uh, I really like Johnson. Uh, this will be a really good litmus test to see what we're getting with him this year. He's coming off of injury. He's on a new team. People remember when he was, you know, he was in conversation for MVP. He was the number one fantasy football running back a couple years back. Uh, I think he can get to about 80% of what he used to be. Yeah. Uh, and even that is a very serviceable RB2. So I'm expecting. You know, 80 yards. I think there's a pretty good chance he gets a touchdown. Uh, As far as receiving options, Brandon Cooks is questionable with a quad injury. He is expected to play as of now, uh, but I wouldn't hold my breath. Brandon Cooks is a a speedster. uh, And unfortunately, if if he does have a quad injury, that will hamper him quite a bit. So Randall Cobb is in the picture. Will Fuller's in the picture. Kenny Stills. None of these guys Uh, I would really want to jump with. Uh, Will Fuller would be my choice. Absolutely. Yeah, I do okay. like Brandon Cook's rest of season. I, I am interested to see how it how it goes. Brandon Cooks is good for one thing, and it's go, going over a thousand yards. He did it with the Patriots. He did it with the Saints. He's done it with the Rams. I think he can do it with the Texans. But really, for me, I feel good about David Johnson. Eighty yards and a touchdown. I feel great about Watson. Yep. Outside of that. I'm not feeling much else. I agree. That's that's well said. The Chiefs do have a really solid secondary, or at least they did last year, um, and nothing big has really changed in that defense. So Cooks, 
with the injury and against a top defense, I would probably look elsewhere uh, on your team. Again, like you said, Will Fuller is probably the only one that would that I would consider putting in, but I would I would wait a little bit to see what this uh, Texans offense has in store. Yeah, I, I really do think with the wide receivers, I think Brandon Cooks is the the number one. Oh, me too. Because he is hurt, you know, it is it's going to be like playing whack a mole. Will Fuller can go off for two touchdowns. Kenny Stills can go off for a long touchdown. I think it's going to be a really frustrating game of whack-a-mole. Yeah, it it won't be fun if you start any of them because you don't know what you're going to expect here. Right. Uh, And moving over to the Kansas City Chiefs. Easy. uh, Really? Well, I mean, for the most part, it's easy. Uh, Travis Kelsey was limited in practice, but he he is fully expected to play. Um, Really, I think the only thing of note is mentioning uh, the, I guess, the beginning game for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Everyone's really excited to see what this guy can do. Uh, he should be great. That is what the expectation is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, any any hesitation to start this rookie his first no. game of the NFL season? No hesitation. Uh, if you drafted him, you're expecting a, a top performer, and you can't put a player like that on your bench, even if it's a big question mark in the first week. So yeah, and, and truly, outside of your basic starters, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, Hill. Uh, and Hilaire, I'm not looking to play McCole Hardman. Uh, nope. I'm not looking to play not uh, even Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. <laughs> um, not it's week one. Him. Hopefully you have a healthy roster. Uh, yeah. Stick with the studs. And I think that's it. These two teams, give me the Chiefs. Yep, Chiefs as well. Uh, the, wow, this is a huge letdown. The next game we are looking at is the New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be an interesting one. I, I do not like the Jets. I do like the Bills. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, that's who likes the Jets. Yeah, really. uh, man, not a whole lot of people. Not, not, I think even Adam Gase's mom is not a fan a, of the New York there's Jets. There's a big problem in the coach. Uh, we 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 do this every episode with the, with the Jets. I know. We yeah, we've yeah, rip a combined on Adam Gase eight hours and a season. They signed Joe Flacco, so that doesn't help their case. It does not. Uh, the thing is, there is a lot of question marks about these two teams. Uh, New York Jets, there's not a whole lot of gold here. Uh, Sam Darnold, I don't feel great about. Unless you're in a three-quarterback league, I would avoid yeah, Sam Darnold. A dynasty bench. Well, I mean, he's a, he'd be a bench, so yeah, 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 don't, yeah. don't even think about it. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, I think, is an interesting play. I've been fading Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I do think Adam Gase loves Frank Gore and will involve him way more than he should. (laughs) It's going to be annoying. Yeah, I think it's going to be like like a 60-40 split. I think it's going to be worse than the Bills last year. So Le'Veon Bell, I would have as a low-end RB2 and really not expect much more than that. Um, Frank Gore, I'm not in any... Yeah, not touching him. Don't, Don't even draft him. Uh, any receivers that tickle your fancy from the Jets? Um, I I would say I like Jameson Crowder, but the fact that he's dealing with an injury and going up against a top offense, it's kind of like... Top defense. Top defense, thank you. It's kind of like the Brandon Cook situation where I think he is going to be a solid flex player year-round, but this week one with an injury against the Bills defense, I'm also going to look elsewhere. But Crowder's really the only one. I think the only other person worth mentioning, and it is week one, so by no means am I saying invest in this person, uh, is Chris Herndon. Uh, Last season, he was a 
quite buzzed about player. Unfortunately, did suffer an injury that ended his season. You know, he really didn't break out the way people were hoping for. Um, I, I do think he still has a chance. Um, he is that athletic body you want at that tight end position. He can make the plays. Uh, he's more of a receiver <laughs> than a blocking tight end. Um, and I think he could be great uh, this season. There are a lot of tight ends like that. However, if you have a bench spot, you just want to, you know, take that chance on like if you have Jared cook, if you have oh, a roster yeah. spot, you can burn on a Chris Herndon uh, for that upside. You know, he could be this year's Mark Andrews. Truthfully, Chris Herndon could be this year's Mark Andrews. Um, I'm not starting. Statement, but yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not starting Chris Herndon. I'm oh. saying he has that potential, uh, but I would not be starting him week one against uh, this I'd say very, very solid Buffalo it's, Bills defense. It's top three last year in, in passing defense. So that's really good. Yeah, no, I want nothing to do with uh, really any of this offense. This is going to be one of those situations where we got to wait and see. It's going to be a lot easier um, every week. It's going to get easier to analyze and all this because we don't know what to expect from half of these teams, especially with no preseason and all that. You don't know how good the rookies are going to do in the new signings. So... Well, and a huge amount of turnover on defense as oh, well. Yeah. So a week week one's always the most difficult. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Over to yep. the Bills side of the ball, Josh Allen. You know he showed out last year in a big way. He is a he's a locked in starter. This is he gets it done great. on the ground and the air. So not a whole lot of questions there. Stephon Diggs, are you feeling comfortable starting him week one with a new team? I am. I am. He's got something to prove. He wants to be that number one guy. Uh, and he's going up against the Jets, who have a terrible secondary. They got rid of Jamal Adams. So it gets even better for receivers for the Bills. So I think Diggs is not going to have a, a all-star week. He's not going to be top five fantasy wide receivers, but I can see him getting, I would say, 100 yards and a touchdown maybe. That's a huge week. It's a good week. That's I'm not, a really good it's week. It's a really good week and it I think it I think it fits if he if he can get that connection with Josh Allen, I think it's going to work. So, so do you do you have him projected as a wide receiver one? Cuz uh, I mean 100 yards and a touchdown, that's that's, that's pretty good. Lofty. Yeah. That's that's the high end for Stefan Diggs. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying he's going to do no better than that, but I think that that's the best we can expect out of him week one, just because okay. of the uncertainty uh, yeah, on a new I, team. But I, be hesitant. I, I like the matchup. Yes, yeah, so a great matchup. I am hesitant. I do want to see it before I start him. Yes, uh, I'd yeah. be very happy to roster him. Um, and I think he's a he's a wide receiver three upside pick uh, until he proves that he can be more. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to take the risk on him this week just because it's against the Jets. So. Uh, uh, one of our favorites from last season, John Brown, still on the team. He's yep. healthy. Any expectations week one or, you know, taking a preemptive, taking him off waivers? Uh, he is really slept upon. You know, people aren't really acknowledging him as a playmaker. Uh, they think it's very clearly Stefan Diggs and not really accounting for Brown. Do you think there'll be enough production to go around? Um, yeah, I would say he's worth a roster spot. He was going ridiculously low for me in, in when I was looking at the drafts. He went like 11th round, 12th round. I think he's worth a roster spot just because he's been on this offense and it, he's just more experienced on the team. So 
I would say worth a roster spot. Am I going to start him this week? Probably not, just because Diggs is in town and I could take away some of the targets. Yeah, I get it. Uh, and a big question mark is also the running game. Uh, Devin Singletary looked great last season. Never really had a breakout game, but looked really solid every opportunity he got. And the Bills reward him by drafting a rookie <laughs> who's Moss. basically yep. a newer version of Frank Gore. Um, it's it's concerning. Uh, if, if I was a Singletary dynasty owner uh, or related to Devin Singletary, uh, I'd be concerned. Yeah. Uh, Zach Moss is no slouch. Uh, he was taken relatively early in the draft with significant draft capital. Uh, you know, I would start Singletary uh, with confidence. Yep, I do think he's a lower end RB2. Uh, Zach Moss, though, I think is a intriguing option, especially if you are not as strong with the RB uh, position. I do think he'd be worth a roster add, uh, not a start. We do need to yeah. see how this goes. Uh, but Singletary, solid RB, low end RB2 this week. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, that wraps up this. Uh, I'm taking the Bills. We're taking Bills, yeah. Next up, we have the Green Bay Packers going up against the Minnesota Vikings. We both we choose go. the Packers to win. Nah. Uh, next up, nope. we have... Nope. Whoa, no, whoa, not so whoa. Much. Okay. Not so much. Well, One thing for the new listeners. <laughs> I'm a Vikings fan. Brennan's a Vikings fan. Brent's a Packer fan. So. Hey, how'd that go for you guys last season? That's, that's, we beat the Saints. That's all I care about. Oh, yeah. No comment. Yeah, yeah no comment. Yep. It's, okay. it's tough being a Vikings fan. Everyone knows it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows it you just gotta yeah. you know just sit back and not really gonna do anything until something good happens so wow waiting for a while it's really sad i'm one of those i i know i'm one of the sad vikings fans i'm not a big optimist when it comes to the vikings but you know still gonna cheer for them every well week. that's the spirit uh yeah. green bay packers uh aaron Rodgers. you know i would not be excited to start him uh, but you could no. certainly do a lot worse I would have him as a high-end QB2, um, but his upside just isn't what it used to be. Uh, Devontae Adams, he's a stud. You're starting him. As far as other receiving options, not interested in the tight end position. And as far as wide receiver two, if you had to choose one, it would be Alan Lazard. Mm -hmm. However, I'd like to see any chemistry between Rodgers and Lazard uh, before I go down that route. Apparently, Marquez Valdez-Scantling uh, affectionately termed MVS, had a very good training camp. However, I've heard that song before, <laughs> and I'm not biting until I see it. Yeah, he didn't do it. He didn't show us last year that, that he's capable. So I think yeah. Lazard worth a roster spot in a deep league. But other than that, it's really only Devontae Adams for the receivers. Agreed. Uh, and as far as other fantasy value, uh, it really is just Aaron Jones, in my opinion. I'm not all that yep. worried about Dylan. Nope. Um, you know, Aaron Jones, I would have as a high end RB two. Um, I do expect regression. Vikings have a very good defense. You know, I, I think the Packers win just by you know less than a touchdown. It's, if I had to guess, going to be a good game. Yeah. It's always a good game when it's Vikings v. Packers. It is. It is. Uh, as far as fantasy options, the Packers are not overflowing with fantasy points like they used to. Uh, really, Devontae Adams is a locked and loaded top wide receiver. Aaron Jones, really solid running back. And yep. for now, that's pretty much I like it. That, I like the, that top, uh, top end running back, too, for Aaron Jones. That's a good spot for him. 
Yeah, and over to the Vikings side, uh, Kirk Cousins, not particularly interested in. God Adam Thielen, I am so, so interested in this season. Yep. Uh, when he's gotten the opportunity, he's been a stud. We have seen him be a top wide receiver uh, in this league. So Adam Thielen, I would have on the cusp of being a wide receiver one this week. I love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're starting him anyway, but if you had any any doubts, start him with confidence. Yeah. Especially with the, the question marks around the other wide receivers. There was a... Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, there's no other wide receiver. Exactly. It was... It, it's really... They don't know who they named BC Johnson as a wide receiver two, Je- Jefferson wide receiver three, but just there's a lack of confidence there. So Thielen's going to be really the only, the only comfortable receiver in this game. Yeah, uh, I have no interest in the tight ends. Uh, and as far as running game, it's the Dalvin Cook show. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two teams play him. Yeah, you know what? It pains me to say it, but give me the bikes. Wow, I thought you were gonna like mess with me there no nope. something i didn't know where you're going i'm gonna go vikings as well Big yeah time. no the packers were lucky to sweep Big you guys last season uh and you know i think the packers got a little bit worse and i think the vikings got a little bit better so Vikings secondary didn't didn't get any better that that's the it was already garbage worse. yeah this one yeah. we dropped three guys so it's it's gonna be huge um i think adams is gonna have a really good game yeah if the vikings win i picked it if the vikings lose <laughs> that's a good i'm a happy camper <laughs> right. we picked all home teams winning so far maybe that'll change here Ooh, next up we have the philly eagles taking on the washington professional football franchise yep. this will be a good one uh with the eagles miles sanders is questionable with a hamstring injury uh we do expect right. him to play um you know, are you expecting it to impact his ability to perform? Uh, no, I was looking into it more. He's doing drills on the sideline. Um, I don't think the injury, if he plays, is really going to affect him that much. I don't think they're going to put him on any snap count or anything like that if he's able to play. Yeah, I'm with you there. If he is starting... Uh, I think he's playing, Absolutely and I think you can. Him. I think you have to start him. Frankly, he's, I mean, he's going up against Washington. The only threat yeah. is their rookie, the number one <laughs> overall yeah. defensive end, Chase Young. So, that's, yeah, no, it's uh, not much of a threat there on defense. Yeah, I say start Sanders. Uh, Carson Wentz is a start. solid quarterback yeah. this season, uh, and especially this week. As far as wide receivers. It's really Zach Ertz uh, is the only person I feel good about. Yeah, I would. Uh, I like Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, the two tight ends over both any of the wide receivers on this Philly team right now. Yeah, I, I do want to mention, I really like Deshaun Jackson this week. If you remember last season, Deshaun Jackson went absolutely bonkers on <laughs> crazy uh, Washington. Uh, it, it's a revenge game. Uh, you know, if you do need kind of a Hail Mary, uh, I think that, Deshaun Jackson that's can be a good it for you this week. That's the uh, risky pick of the week. Yeah, and you know what? He is a health risk anytime he touches a football. So mm. not a huge season-long fan of uh, Deshaun Jackson, but that that's he's just one of those guys where he's kind of like a pit bull. You know, once he, he just plays with that tenacity, and this is a revenge game. Week one, coming back from injury, I think he's going to tear it up. So, yeah. I would not you want to take the risk, yeah. bet significant amount of money on it, uh, but somebody to keep an eye on if you do need uh, kind of that, that Hail Mary that we mentioned. Yeah. 
Uh, over to the Washington football team. It's going to be weird. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, not interested in starting. Terry McLaurin, I would love to start. I think he has a great opportunity against yep. this Eagles team. And what about running backs, Andrew? Break it down to me. Oh, man, uh, it, there's Gibson, Peyton Barber, Bryce Love. Those are the ones uh, in the in the top spot. It looks like they're going to split time between those guys. I like Gibson over any of those three, but he's the type of player where I'm not going to start him until I can see some production or some questions answered on who's going to get the majority snaps and how they can perform. So right now, just because it's week one and there's too many questions, I'm not interested in the running backs, but I think that both Love and Gibson, Gibson especially, should be on a roster. Yeah, no, I absolutely see where you're coming from. Uh, gun to your head, if you have to choose, uh, I'd go Gibson, oh, Gibson uh, as, a, as a flex. Yeah. Um, yeah. But truly, if you can afford it, um, I wouldn't start any of these guys. Yeah. I'd start Tariq Cohen before I'd start Gibson. Yeah, um, yeah I'd do yeah. that too. These two teams, give me the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Next up, we have uh, two teams. No injuries to report, so certainly happy to announce that. We have the Cleveland Browns taking on the Baltimore Ravens with the Browns. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield is off to have a great season. However, I don't think it starts week one. Uh, This is a tough matchup. This is a good Ravens team that did not have a whole lot of turnover and actually got a little bit better by adding Glass Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Baker Mayfield, I'm fading. Odell Beckham Jr., I'm starting if I drafted him because you have to. I'm not scared enough to fade Odell Beckham Jr. Jarvis Landry, you know, we do know he was dealing with an injury during training camp. Uh, It does seem like he will be playing. I'm not all excited about Landry in the first place. Um, How do you feel about him this week? So uh, this week, I'm kind of fading on him. Like you said, the injury plus a top defense. Again, look elsewhere. Throughout the season, I like Landry a lot. I know you don't, but I like him a lot. Um, but yeah, right now, well, I'll just stick with week one. I'm gonna, I'm fading on him. Okay. Um, next up, uh, we also have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. Kareem Hunt is just—he's a tough player to start with confidence. You know, he really is that. You know, sometimes there's one A, one B. In this backfield, it really is one, Nick Chubb, and two, Kareem Hunt. Uh, There is an opportunity here. Uh, I would not start Kareem Hunt with any confidence. I would start Nick Chubb. He's going to get enough workload, I'd say 15 to 18 touches, and he's talented enough to make things happen. So I'd start Nick Chubb with confidence. Yeah. Yeah, it is a tough matchup, but, you know, don't overthink it. Kareem Hunt, if I can help it, I'm not starting. Yep. Uh, over to the Ravens side of the ball. We will talk keep about it. Austin Hooper, though. On purpose. Not starting for me either, yeah. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. That could be a fancy relevant player. Either, if you have Austin Hooper on your team, if he's your number one tight end, there's got to be some some better ones out there. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, you have it's other just, issues. On this Browns team, ah, it's a no. Anyway. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, and over to the Ravens, you know, we don't, don't get cute. Start Mark Ingram if you have him. 
Yep. Um, you know, you're starting Mark Andrews. You're starting, in my opinion, Marquise Brown. Could be a fascinating play this week. Absolutely. You know, he is probably on the on the verge for some people. Yep. I would start him as a wide receiver three. Uh, I do think he has a great opportunity this season. Uh, and I think Lamar Jackson wants to show off some of that uh, that throwing prowess he's been yeah. practicing, uh, like you mentioned in our last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, truly, he's, I think, going to be a, a breakout player this season. He's got the speed. You know, he's developing as a route runner. Mm-hmm. Second season in the NFL. I think Marquise Brown is going to take a big step forward. Uh, and I would start him as a flex or a wide receiver three and feel Absolutely. pretty darn good about it. Yeah, I like I like that pick. Um other than that, Mark Andrews, obvious. That's that's really about it. Not not a lot of question marks on this team. Yeah, really uh, I would start not start J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Dobbins. I do know people are really excited about him. I really am you too. Yeah. I do think you know if you are a Mark Ingram owner, you are going to get more J.K. Dobbins than you want. However, I do think it will still be Mark Ingram carrying the Lions' share of the workload. Absolutely. Uh, next up, we or I guess we have to choose. Uh, I yeah. feel pretty confident with we're yeah. both picking the Ravens. Yep. This is man. We haven't disagreed yet. I'm kind of upset about that. Oh, Andrew, it's a long season. I'm, it's, I'm sure it's we'll a long get there. season, but oh man. All right, let's move on. Next up, we have a game that I am very excited to watch: the Indianapolis Colts versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nice. Uh, yeah, the Colts is a team I am so excited to watch. There's so many different directions this team can go, uh, and I cannot wait to see what they actually look like with a real quarterback. Ooh, um, shots fired. All right. Oh, yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure, he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. No disrespect, oh, however. <laughs> however. It's seriously. pretty tough going from Andrew Luck uh, to Jacoby yeah, Brissett. Yeah, it's, it's a big downgrade. Phillip Rivers is a good signing. Yeah, yeah, solid, solid signing. I'll go there. Uh, yeah, with the Colts, Jack Doyle is questionable with a neck injury. I would not expect him. Uh, there is Mo Alley Cox is there in town. Yeah, uh, no. Not excited about him. I would not start him. As far Doyle as options, fringe for me. Yeah, Doyle would be fringe as well. Uh, Philip Rivers, you know, I think he is a high end QB two. This Jacksonville defense is really not not even there honestly they're trading away all their best players uh they've lost their their key playmakers i think this is going to be the defense you want to target week after week after week if you're streaming quarterbacks philip rivers is a great option for this yeah yeah it is a great option um as far as running backs you know people weren't really quite sure what to do with this running back situation before the season jonathan taylor is it going to be Marlon Mack? How involved is Naeem Hines going to be? I think this week there's going to be a decent share of both Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack yeah. However, because the Jaguars are that bad, I can really see where if Mack and Taylor get an equal opportunity, I can see where Taylor just destroys it. Yeah. I can truly see where he gets a couple carries, looks great, they feed him a little bit more, and he just goes absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. So it really could be this is the start of his season as the RB1 for this team. He needs one game. That's all he needs, one good game to to take over Marlon Mack for that number one spot. Yeah, and the Colts want a reason right to give him, yeah. give him the workload. Absolutely. And it so can very easily start here. So I'm starting Taylor starting if both? I drafted him. Are you starting uh, I Mack? Would, 
I would not start Mac. I would start Taylor. Okay. I would say Mac is a fringe flex just because first game of the season, he's listed as the running back one and he is going to get some carries, but that it it's questionable. I would say yeah, I, it, I would it's still week go one. Back. I yeah. sure hope we're not desperate enough to start Marlon Mack week mm-hmm. one of there the are better season. <laughs> there are a lot better players, but I don't think you're going to be disappointed in Mack. He's not going to impress you, but I think you'll be disappointed in Mack. You think so? Yeah. All right. we'll I mean, what are you expecting? Like, what what production do you see for Marlon Mack? I would say it seems like Jonathan Taylor is going to be involved more in the passing game, so you can't really what that that's. That's what it said. Jonathan Taylor's is they want him to get more uh, involved in the passing game. Well, so. duh, of course they want him to be more involved yeah. in their passing game. So it doesn't I mean he more, will. I think he will. But <laughs> is it too optimistic? I don't know. I, I would say Mac. Um, I would put down maybe 50 and a touchdown. Wow. I that's... think he's. That's an aggressive ranking. I think he's going to take okay. a touch. I think he's going to get a touchdown, uh, steal one from Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to say 40 yards, no touchdown. All right. And I do think you get disappointed. Uh, well, and that's the most the same. anybody's ever special. talked about Marlon Mack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're missing anything else on this. Oh, I guess we need to talk about wide receivers. T.Y. Hilton, I love. Yep. I have him as a high-end wide receiver, too. Uh, it is an aggressive yeah. ranking, but he is yeah. healthy. And I think they're going to try to have a statement win here. Um, you know, as far as Michael Pittman, the rookie, not starting him wait. until I see it. Got to wait. Same with Paris yep. Cam. Got to yep. wait. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, over to Patience. the Jaguar side of the ball. I am starting DJ Everybody. Chark. And that's it. There you go. Yeah, the running back situation is a mess. We're still yep. trying to figure out, is it James Robinson? Um I'm yeah, trying to think of the other Zigbo, people's names. Yeah, Ozigbo. Raquel Armstead, who I think is out. Yeah, yep. I, I think that Chris Thompson, if you need a flex, I think you can do worse, especially in a PPR league. I think Chris Thompson would be a, a fine start. Yeah, we know he's going to be the, the passing back. So Yes, hopefully you don't need him, um, but oh, I hope he certainly is a, an, a, a solid option, I would I would suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not excited Marlon to start. Mack over Chris Thompson. I would go Chris Thompson over Marlon Mack. Oh my gosh. Yep. All right. And feel really good about it. Jeez. Um, yeah, these two teams give me the Colts. Absolutely. Give me the Colts. No doubt. Next up, we have the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Raiders, you know, I car not excited about rugs. I want to wait until I can see it. Josh Jacobs, I love. Absolutely. I mean, he's your stud. Play him. Yeah. Got him round one or two. So, no doubt. Play him, especially against the Carolina Panthers defense, who's been struggling. Lost a lot of people this offseason. Yeah, and I do expect the Jaguars and the Panthers to both struggle. Tough season for big cats. Uh, Over in the Panthers' side of the ball. Looking at you. Short lines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you they're going to let you down. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. With the Panthers, you know, you're starting McCaffrey. Bridgewater, not all that excited about. Nope. DJ Moore, I think, is a solid yeah. wide receiver, too. Uh, and truly, that's about it. I'm that's... avoiding Ian Thomas. I'm avoiding. Especially with an injury. Yeah. Yes. Especially with the injury. Uh, I'm avoiding Curtis Sam. Nope. Yeah. Avoiding. 
avoiding until I see it. Yeah. Robbie yep. Anderson, same thing. I think it's just DJ Moore until I see a little bit more of how this offense is going to look. It's it's really week one is is play it safe until and and see what who's involved in each team. Yeah, this really is a new know. team, especially for the Panthers. New Last head coach, year, new team. It's yeah. new quarterback. It's a whole different team. Wait until you see. Exactly. You know you can start your studs. McCaffrey, Moore, those are the playmakers. Those are people mm-hmm. they will make sure get opportunities. Outside yeah. of that, we need to see how they want to strategize. To put things into perspective, last year we were talking about how excited we are about the Nick Foles-D.D. Westbrook connection for Jacksonville, or at least I was. I was high on D.D. Westbrook. Now he's listed as a number number five receiver on the depth chart. So Yeah, might not even just, make the team. Yeah, no one knew who D.J. Chark was. So yeah. We'll yeah. see how involved these players are. Uh, these two teams give me the Raiders. Dang it. I was hoping to... You know, I'm going different. I'm going Panthers. Okay. Let's well, you're it. choosing the McCaffreys. Yeah, I'm choosing Team McCaffrey. Yep. That's a solid bet. I can't well, knock you too much on that. It's a close one. We need a tiebreaker. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to side with Bryant on this one. I think I'm going to go Raiders. I don't blame you. Team Gruden. I really don't blame you. Yeah, go Gruden. Next up, we have the Bears facing the Lions in a oh, NFC what? North matchup. Starting with the Bears, David Montgomery is questionable with a groin injury. If you have him, don't start him. Uh, Trubisky was announced as the starter, which is horrifying. Receiving options. Uh, I think Uh, you have to start Allen Robinson. I think he's a high-end wide receiver three with Trubisky. Uh, We've seen the upside. You know, he he can be very solid, but I think Trubisky really does limit his ceiling. I guess someone I was really excited to see break out the season was Anthony Miller with Trubisky. I truly do not know if he's going to get the opportunity. Um, I do like Miller. You know, I think he could be a desperation flex, hopefully not in that position, uh, but this Detroit Lions defense, you can exploit them and they can put up points. So I can see where the bears would need to play catch up. Mm-hmm. So Robinson, I think you can play, you know, oh, with relative hurt. confidence, right. Miller, a, a solid desperation play. Desperation, absolutely. And, you know, when it comes to running backs, like I said, Montgomery, no. A Tariq Cohen, I think, is a solid, kind of a sleeper pick, especially in a PPR. With Montgomery questionable, you know, I think Cohen was great two seasons ago. He was the Tyreek Hill of the running back position. Mm-hmm. Then last season, he had some serious regression the other way. And I think he'll balance out to be a, a solid, I guess, running back three, especially in a PPR league. Um, and especially with Dave Montgomery being hurt, I do think this Bears team will need to play catch up quite a bit because of their lackluster offense. Yep. Um, so Tariq Cohen, you know, wide receiver or running back three, running back four. Yeah, he's, he's a fringe for me. Yeah, I think he could be a solid flex, especially this week against a suspect yeah. Detroit Lions defense. Yeah, with Montgomery... With an injury, he's going to be a game-time decision, it sounds like. And I think if he plays, he's going to be the player that will be on snap count just because they have Cohen to depend on. So, uh, Over to the Lions side of the ball. Love Matthew Stafford. Go. I have him locked and loaded as a top-10 quarterback. Wow. I mean, I actually don't disagree with you, but... <laughs> wow. It was uh, just yeah, he's healthy hearing him and happy. as a top-10. Uh, Kenny Galladay, great wide receiver, no questions oh, yeah. there. Marvin Jones. You know, I think he is 
the least sexy but most dependable <laughs> wide receiver mm-hmm. in the NFL. The mm-hmm. guy just gets it done year in, year out. You know, I think he's a he's a high upside wide receiver four, low end wide receiver three with, you know, wide receiver one upside. We've seen him go off. So he had a good year too. Yeah, he, he, he really put up good more year. points than Perry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, Emmanuel Sanders. Well, <laughs> we don't need to talk about Anyway, that. point um, made. Yeah, he's he's perennially hugely underrated. Uh, yeah, underrated. So I think you can start him as a wide receiver three. You know, we've seen that upside. The guy's a touchdown machine. Yeah, I, I'm kind of talking myself more into it. I think a wide receiver three, low end wide receiver three. I'll stay there until I know what more to expect. Um, As far as running backs, I'm avoiding. Uh, DeAndre Swift is doubtful. Carrion Johnson, you know, we've seen this show before, and it never really ends all that great. He's never really broken out. He's looked solid, but he's never broken out. Um, I'm not starting anybody, especially against a pretty solid Chicago Bears run defense. Yeah, and now there's Adrian Peterson in the mix. who (laughs) That's right, yep. Is not going to... I don't think it's going to affect him too much, but there's still that that's a couple snaps a game that they're not going to be uh, getting. So I don't like it. I don't like any bit of this. Yeah. Um, I uh, think in, in the future, Swift could come out on top, but week one, don't touch him. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson, same thing. I'm waiting until I see it. Yep. These two teams give me the Lions. Lions. Yeah. I'm going Lions. Just better uh-huh. offense. I uh, was hoping we would disagree. Uh, next Sorry. up, we have the Seahawks versus the Falcons. No injuries to report. We will keep it simple, no, 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 no. stupid. Yep. Uh, Seahawks, you're starting everybody. Chris you're Carson. starting Wilson, Metcalf, yep. Lockett, and Carson. Um, Greg Olson, no thank you. Don't deal with the tight ends yet. We'll see Not how that soon. turns out. Yeah. Uh, over to the Falcons side of the ball. Uh, once again, I think you're starting... I think you're starting everybody. You're starting Todd Gurley, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Uh, Hayden Hurst, any strong feelings about the new TE1 on this team? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay, I would <laughs> not. Um, very strong feelings. It's it's a tough matchup week one, so if you got a different tight end, uh, I would do that. But the tight ends are pretty heavily involved in Atlanta. Yeah, I do doubt Hayden Hurst's upside overall, so I would not start him, and I'm not excited. Uh, he's not yeah. going to impress you, but I think he's going to be okay if you need him. Yeah, I am excited to see what Todd Gurley can do. Uh, it is kind of a big mystery right now how healthy he is and how effective he can be with this new team. If he's healthy. Oh. Well, I mean, last offense. season we saw with the Rams, he was still productive. It was a really bad Rams team offensive line Mm -hmm. so is it Todd Gurley declining was it the O-line being bad was it a little bit of both the Rams not given him a full chance either they were yeah this weekend we will find out these two teams give me the Seahawks Seahawks. yeah Seahawks I dig it better on the run team it's gonna be a shootout though I think it's gonna be the highest scoring game that is a good pick and I cannot disagree with you too much yep uh Miami Dolphins versus New England Patriots. These are two very different looking teams. Starting with the Dolphins, uh Ryan Fitzpatrick is expected to lead this team at the quarterback position. He's back. Let's He's go. back. Wouldn't want to start him, uh, but he does provide value to the wide receivers. 
Devontae Parker is expected to play week one. Uh, however, I would be nervous. He is questionable dealing with an injury. And if he does play, he is facing up against Stefan Gilmore. Best corner in the game. Yeah. You know, if anybody could do it, I and mean, we saw Devontae Parker play very solid against Gilmore last season. Uh, however, you know, I do think Gilmore wins this matchup. I am fading Parker week one, 100%. still starting him, but definitely temper your expectations. Preston Williams, I'm leaving on my bench until I can see a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Kosicki, I'm starting. Uh, I think he can have a, a really good week one against this Patriots team. Gilmore is going to be focused on Devontae Parker uh, and the rest of the defense. Unfortunately, they lost a lot of players due to uh, opting out from COVID. Mm-hmm. So I do think this Dolphins team is more aggressive. I think they do have great receiving options. Um, yeah. Someone else I'm excited about is Jordan Howard. Ooh. I would be ten- I would start Jordan Howard uh, as a flex option. I do think he's going to get it done. The people, highest I'll go with him is flex. People, oh, I, I'm with you there. People keep disrespecting Jordan Howard, but every opportunity he's gotten, he has looked more than solid. He's been that with the Bears. He's been that with the Eagles. He'll do that with this Dolphins team. Yeah. I think that is where you need to attack this new look Patriots team. Uh, so I think Jordan Howard has a great week one. I'm looking at low end RB2 numbers. Mm-hmm. Any uh, interest in Matt Burita? Nope, on a, on not a week one. Got to be on your team, right? Oh, yeah, he's got to. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's I, Jordan Howard. I wouldn't rush to pick up Matt Burita. I would rather have Howard than Burita. Um, yeah, absolutely, but yeah, I feel like Burita I, should be on the team. because. Yeah, Burita should be owned, but I'm not going to uh, hurt myself getting him yep. uh, on my team. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for this Dolphins offense this season. I think once Parker, Preston Williams, Kasicki, and Howard are at full health, I'm excited to see what this team can do. And over to the Patriots side of the ball, this is a new Cam Newton-led offense. I'm starting Cam Newton with confidence this season. This Dolphins team, this Dolphins defense is a lot better. They completely renovated this defense, but I still like Cam Newton against them. Um, Outside of Julian Edelman, there are not a lot, a whole lot of options for Cam Newton. I'm not touching anyone. Interesting. I would start Edelman uh, as a low end wide receiver three. I would start Newton as a high end QB two with QB one upside. And that's it. Their running game is a mess right now. I'd avoid it at all costs. Uh, Wait until you see how it plays out. It could be Michelle, could be Burkhead, could be Damian. Who is Damian Harris once he gets back from injury? Yeah, it's four weeks gone, but yeah, it's a it's a question mark in running backs. That's definitely don't do anything till you see it. Edelman for me is a very fringe flex, just because he's Edelman. We know what he can do. But there's question marks on if he, him and Newton can do it. Yeah, and I think Newton has a value, especially because of his rushing. I think he has a very high floor. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well these said. two teams, give me the Patriots. Give me the Dolphins. Let's go. I like it. I like it. Uh, and, and, Andrew, who's at home? Is it the Patriots? Patriots. Okay, yeah. Ooh. Give me give me the Pates. It's weird. Yep. The, it, it's going to be because most of these games are not going to have any fans. So home field advantage, it doesn't go away, but it's it's less this year. 
Well, I mean, the Dolphins are used to that, so... I mean, the Dolphins are used to that. Change. Chargers should be fine as well. Brendan, we need a tiebreaker. Dolphins v. Patriots. Who are you picking? Belichick and Newton. Yeah, Brendan. There was no... Not even a hesitation. Yep. No. Just a... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so much confidence in there. I don't have very much faith in the Dolphins, quite honestly. Yeah, it is the Dolphins. They're dangerous, though. I mean, this is the most dangerous Dolphins team I can remember. Yeah, yeah. But we said I, that again. Yeah, about I can the agree Browns. with that. Yeah. We said that about the Browns last year. Oh, yeah. Del Beckham, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry. Whoa. And then they disappoint you. So you never know. Still dangerous. I'm riding the, the Dolphins train this year and every year. They're fun. I feel Any like it would be a boat. Be I don't think it'd be a train. It would be or yeah. a dolphin. I feel like a like dolphin train would be sad. Don't they have like an old logo with a dude riding a dolphin or am I crazy? I'm crazy. I'm sorry. All Are right. you asking if there's a dolphin's logo of no, a, man a man riding a dolphin? A man riding a dolphin for the Miami Dolphins. Like an old logo. Like a. You know, Andrew, I, yeah. I don't think that's true. I, I don't think so either. I I'm just picturing it in true. my head and it's pretty good. You might want to check your insulin. Yep. We move uh, on. Next up, we have the L.A. Chargers taking on uh, Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow's debut. Oh Starting with the Chargers, Mike Williams will be a game-time decision due to a shoulder injury. Uh, I do not expect him to play. And if he does play, good. he is at far from 100%. So not looking good. As far as receiving options, it is Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry. And I guess technically Austin Eckler. But... Mm, technically Austin Eckler. Uh, when it comes to running backs, yes, Austin Eckler will be there. I love Keenan Allen. I love Austin Eckler this week. I think that's it. Uh, Hunter Henry, I would start with confidence. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but those are the three options I'm looking at from this Chargers offense. Absolutely. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow. What are your expectations for his first game? Um, expectations based on stats. I would go. Uh, no, Andrew, based on his yeah, favorite color. I was wondering if you were talking like starter sit because it's an obvious sit for me. But just because it's you got to wait and see. I would expect. Uh, I would. I'd see him go into the ground more with Joe Mixon if he plays. Uh, which it looks like he should. So I'm going to go 175 and a TD. Joe okay, Burrow. cool. I'm more meant philosophically, but oh, philosophically? That's, that's cool. Oh, yeah. I thought you were looking for specific stats, and that's why I stalled for a bit there. Yeah, I would no, say okay. it's a it, it, it'll be an okay. It's not going to be a huge game for him, but I think he's going to prove that he should be a, a starter on this team, which isn't a a lot to ask because Ryan Finley's the second <laughs> quarterback, yes. but I think that he can, he's going to show that he's a dependable quarterback that can, that can play for this team. So yeah, it's not going to yeah. be overwhelming. I think he's going to have a good game. Uh, this chargers defense is nothing too scary outside of Mr. Bosa. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think the big question is AJ green, you know, he's healthy. He is fully expected to play. And nobody really knows what to expect. It has been a few years since we've seen a healthy AJ Green. So until further notice, I would treat AJ Green as a low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three. Um, yeah. But we've seen what he could do. Yeah, so, you know, going into week two, we could be singing a very different tune, uh, but I would proceed with caution. He'd be a wide receiver three or a flex option for me this week. Yeah. yeah um, as far as other options, uh, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, any of these guys tickling your fancy? 
Uh, Tyler Boyd's fringe for me. Uh, I would probably lean more towards sitting Tyler Boyd just because, again, week one, you don't know what to expect from this offense with Burrow leading it. Uh, and who knows, A.J. Green could take up most of the targets. Um, but on the other end, A.J. Green could be absolutely garbage now, and Tyler Boyd will take over as a number one spot. Uh, so that's where, that's kind of both sides of my head. I'm going to go with playing it safe and going no Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I side with you. Uh, and no tight end worth mentioning. No, no. Uh, these two teams, give me the Bengals. It is a new era. Yeah. I like Joe Mixon. I'm going Bengals. I like it. Next up, we have the Arizona Cardinals versus the 49ers. The Cardinals is a swaggy team. Kyler Murray, even against a tough matchup, you need to start. DeAndre Hopkins, even a tough matchup, you need to start. Kenyon Drake. Um, you know, last year, he did definitely get the better of this 49ers defense. However, I do expect it to be a little tricky week one this season. Kenyon Drake, I have as a mid RB2 this week. Yeah, he's not going to have an outstanding game, but you he's one of those players you got to start. You got to start. He was your second round pick. You paid a good amount for him if you did an auction. And he, he still has that potential of breaking out like he did last year. First, Yeah, we've seen it. Mm-hmm. So, obvious start for me. Yeah, cool. Anybody else from the Cardinals worth mentioning? Not a chance. I no like it. Wow, that was that was pretty smooth. Uh, over to the 49ers side of the ball. Debo Samuel is questionable, uh, but will be in a snap count if he does play. Uh, Brandon Ayuk will most likely play in week one. Um, however, as far as startable options. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, not it's Raheem Mostert and George Kittle. Those are the two people I'd be playing with confidence. This Absolutely. Week. Um, yeah, Raheem Mostert I have as a solid RB2 uh, with yeah, RB1 upside. Yep. And Kittle is, you know, as always, he has TE1 potential. Oh, yeah. He could, yep. be, he could be amazing this game. As we know from last year, Cardinals, Cardinals just give so up bad. the most points to tight ends. Hemorrhage points. It's yes. just, I mean, it's to the point where you would think about starting like a, like a Kyle Rudolph. Like or that a Tyler level. Eifert. Or a Tyler <laughs> Eifert because they're going up against the Cardinals. So Kittle, it's not going to be a shock if he's a, the number one tight end this week. I guess it's really not going to be a shock if he's the number one tight end every week. But It's true. Big, uh, big game for him, potentially. Yeah. Uh, these two teams give me the 49ers. Yeah, I want to go with Cardinals, but uh, 49ers is an obvious pick. I like it very much. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Brendan, I take that back. I'm going with the Cardinals. Brendan? Going with the Cardinals. I'm going with the Cardinals. Hit us oh, with the boy. tiebreaker. I think there's going to be a pretty bad uh, 49ers hangover from the Super Bowl. The offense is scaring me. Besides Kittle, it's the wide receivers that freak me out about San Fran, but I was I was really hoping that you guys would agree with this one on this one because I have a really hard decision here. Um I I'm really liking this uh the Cardinals offense this year and I'm a huge fan of the Cardinals. But I think I have to go with the 49ers. I think uh, All right. I think they're going to get the better of the Cardinals again this year. So, nice. All right, thank you. I respect you, uh, not Andrew. Uh, however, yeah. we will we've, see. We've lost all <laughs> respect. 
even years before this podcast. Oh, man. Uh, Next up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers facing the New Orleans Saints in what could be the most fascinating game of the entire NFL season. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. This will be, hopefully, a preposterous shootout where everybody wins. No Jameis Winston, so that's sad. He's the backup for the Saints. Uh, Let's start with the Buccaneers. Nobody knows what to expect. Mm -mm. (laughs) Uh, The Buccaneers have a pretty weak defense. Um, As far as offense. Good run defense, but. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Good run defense. Yep. I'm going to say they're not atrocious this season, but definitely a lower tier pass defense. Last year, they were the second best in rushing defense, and they were the second worst in passing defense yeah yeah um so yeah it's it's a weird team i'm excited for tom brady uh i'm i'm not in any rush to start him because it is still gonna be a mystery with how much he actually contributes and what he actually looks like in this new offense chris godwin i'm starting as a top 10 wide receiver mike evans i have as a wide receiver two Mm -hmm. uh wow andrew get out of my head man that's nice dude we think alike we do most of the Uh, time a well, big question mark it. is Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. How are you feeling? Um, you know, LaShawn McCoy is there as well. I'm not looking LeSean, to start Fournette. I'm not oh. looking forward. To, I'm not going to start Jones. No. I need to wait and see. I'm I'm not touching this this running back situation. This is a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. And I I could be wrong. I could eat my words by, you know, week two, week three, where Fournette, just comes out on top and, and is the clear and obvious RB one. But right now, just he just joined the team. I have no idea what is what to expect from this this running back situation. So I'm gonna go with a big old no for me. And we got a no for you. Don't touch him yet. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, and as far as tight ends, you know, between Rob Gronkowski, OJ Howard, if you can <laughs> avoid it, week one. Try to start somebody else. Uh, with Robert uh, not, Kowski, it is a huge happy question mark. He could be great. He could be nothing. Let's yep. wait and see. So I, if you can avoid it, try to start somebody else this week. There's there's definitely a lot better tight ends to start this week. Yes. But if you want to have fun like I am, start Rob Gronkowski oh, yeah. week one against the Saints. It's going to be a shootout. <laughs> it's the, this. It's going to be oh, Gronk. I could predict a touchdown. I mean, Heck, there's a very real possibility where Gronk has 80 yards and two touchdowns. The storyline's there. All man. of a sudden, next week, everyone's like, oh, everybody knew he was going to be amazing. Of course he's going to be amazing. He's with Tom Brady. Yeah. Um. So I would not start him week one. If I want to see how it looks fun, first. Do yeah. it. Okay. Join me. And then by this time next week, actually by the week one recap, we can all just take a moment and just express how awesome it just was smile. that Gronk scored two touchdowns. I like it. Over to the Saints side of the ball. Very simple in my oh-so-humble opinion. Absolutely. Start Breeze, yep. start Kamara, start yep. Thomas. Yeah. And Jared Cook. Jared I'll, give, Cook. I'll yep. give you that one, there too. You go. I was nervous. You were uh, Emmanuel it. Sanders, any interest? Not yet. Yep. There's I a lot of non-gets this episode, but... Yeah, week one. There'll be a it. lot less in the later weeks. So, not yet. You want to go with someone safe there. Um could be good but it's true yeah let's wait and see uh, yeah I'm, exactly wait and see these two teams give me these saints 
Ah, uh, yeah, I gotta go with the Saints on this one. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm choosing the Saints, but hoping I'm wrong. I'd love to see Tom just oh. be a superhero. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Gronk scores. Yeah, I'm with you. Four TDs. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Rams. Uh, two very interesting teams uh, with the Cowboys. Once again, keep it simple. You're starting Dak. You're starting yep. Cooper, starting yep. Elliott. Yep. Uh, other than those three, any interest in Blake Jarwin? Any interest in CeeDee Lamb? Michael Gallup, you tell me. Michael Gallup is, is a fringe flex for me just because he he proved that he can be a value. Um, I would put him. I would put him in a flex. I he, he's gonna get some targets. Uh, CD Lamb's a definite wait. Um, you don't know what to expect out of him. He's got the talent, but he's a rookie. Jarwin is one of those players that we both agree uh, has breakout potential, but it's a wait and see. Start with a safer tight end. Go with a go with it. I would be more comfortable with a Jared Cook over Blake Jarwin. Be more comfortable with the Gasecki. Um, I'm trying to think of other tight ends at the top of my head, but <laughs> I, I would uh, put no Jarwin. No fan. I'll go no fan. I would put Blake Jarwin on the same level as Hayden Hurst for me. Where yeah, that's solid. Yeah, there, there's potential that they could be good, and you're you could start them. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't disagree with you that much. I wouldn't. I'm not going to try to convince you to not start them, but there are better tight ends out there. Are you concerned about Jalen Ramsey and his effect on this offense for the Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, Jalen Ramsey is always concerning. He's really good, um, and he'll be lined up against Cooper most of the time, but Cooper's got the talent. He's my Cooper's my weakness. I love Mark Cooper. Uh, I'm, I'm basically going to start him no matter what, unless he's going up against Stephon Gilmore. But it's it's a lot riskier play to start Cooper this week. Um, than against basically any other team in the league just because of Jalen Ramsey. But I would still start Cooper just because if you got him, you knew the risk going into it, you got to start him. Yeah, no, I see where you are coming from, my friend. And over to the Rams side of the ball. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of, I'm trying to think of the way to say it. This was an amazing team two years ago. Last season, they seemed a little lost. Yep. Do you think they're back on track? Uh, do you think they will be better than what they were last season? Oh, man. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, I think lost, they do. I uh, lost I'll... a lot of faith, but it was all around their offensive line. I think that they can bounce back, but I, it's yeah. not going to be Super Bowl contention. I think they will bounce back as well, and I think you're right. I think you are. They are still in that rebuild. Now, looking like that wonderkind type offense that they had two seasons back. Um, I am excited for Cam Akers. Uh, I know you are as well. Yeah. Um, I do think he'll split the load with Malcolm Brown. I'd expect a 50-50, 60-40 split in favor of Akers. I think they want him to take that job. Yeah. Uh, Robert Wood. Go Akers just because of the upside. Yeah. yeah, That should be said, but uh, just putting that out there. Obviously, Akers. Uh, Robert Woods, uh, I'm very excited about. I do think yep. he'll have a real opportunity here. Uh, Cooper Cup, you know him, you love him. You're like starting him. him. He is yeah. always a red zone threat. Uh, Tyler Higby, you know, he is somebody that's, you know, experts are torn. Is he as good as he showed? 
is he is he not <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I guess it, those are the two questions yeah yeah it's gonna be one of those he's either gonna be really great or really nothing mm-hmm. uh, i do think they will be using everett uh, more than they did at the end of last season uh, i do think it'll be more of a split between higby and everett i would choose higby over everett yep, um me too. Yeah, if you have Higby, you're starting him. I would start him as well if I owned him. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert, I do not have any shares of Tyler yeah, Higby this season. I didn't touch him either. Yes, yeah. So, you know, we'll see. You know, I would start him. This is a solid matchup. This is a really good Cowboys defense. They're not elite, uh, but they're really good. So I think we summed up all those players. Jared Goff, you know, I'm not in any rush to start no. him. In a 2QB league, go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two teams, give me the Cowboys. Yeah, those Cowboys. As gross as that is. Yep. Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the New York Giants. Um, you know, this is one that initially I was not all that excited for. I'm uh, so But the more I think about it, the more excited I get. Starting with the Steelers, they welcome back Big Ben, who should have a boon for this entire team uh, juju smith schuster you're starting yep big ben you starting yeah yeah i could uh, he's on that same level with philip rivers where you're streaming quarterbacks good option for this week yeah i think james connor is going to crush it this week i would be very excited to start james connor uh please if you do have connor make sure you're rostering benny snell Jeez, um, yeah. as much as i love connor he is a risk to lose games to injury. Uh, and not even that, he is immunocompromised. Uh, so in the COVID season, he is yep. somebody that I would take extra steps to make sure I have his backup. Exactly. Um, yeah. Eric Ebron, no thank you. I've oh. seen that story before. Close. Deontay Johnson? Deontay Johnson. That is a great question. He is one of those I am going to wait and see. I am yep. excited to see what Deontay Johnson can do. Uh, However, I do want to see it played out with their competent quarterback, (laughs) uh, Big Ben. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, over to the Giants side of the ball, we have Danny Dimes. I would not be in a rush to start. I do think the Steelers' defense is legit. Barkley, you're starting. Yeah, very tough matchup. You're starting Barkley. I would start Evan Ingram. I think Evan Ingram is a top five tight end in the NFL. Uh, and I think he is matchup proof, uh, in my opinion. Uh, as long yep. as he's healthy, I'm starting him up no matter what. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think who else. As far as wide receivers go, anybody I, who you know tickles your fancy. There's, uh, I mean, Golden Tate's questionable, so there's going to be a lot more targets towards Shepard and Slayton, who, in my opinion, are the top two receivers anyway. I could see an argument made for both of them. Because really, they both put up about the same numbers last year, uh, but against this top defense, uh, I I don't I don't want them. Not against not against the Steelers. It's a tough matchup week one with the Giants because I know they want to come out swinging, but this is a a ridiculously good defense. So probably no for me this week. They're one of those week by week players. Yeah, okay. I see where you're coming from, and I can certainly not disparage you. These two teams give me the Steelers. Steelers, yep. Uh, next up, we have the Tennessee Titans against the Denver Broncos, uh, my two least favorite teams in the NFL. 
Wow. Uh, so that's going to be Jeez. really funny. I wish I could you, pick both of them to lose. You like the Raiders over these two guys? By far. What? By far. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You like the Jaguars? Yeah. Honestly, I would much rather. The Jets. Yep. The Adam Gase Jets. Ooh. Over. Yeah. No, I do. I do prefer the Jets because I know they're bad. Like, I know what they are. There's not there's not like a question. Yeah. Yep. I'm not proud of it, but it is what it is. Tennessee Titans taking on the Denver Broncos, starting with the Titans. A.J. Brown is expected to play. Derrick Henry, you're starting. Uh, A.J. Brown, you're starting. Gianu Smith. Uh, I would not start if I could help it. Uh, same thing with Ryan Tannehill. I am very curious to see what this offense looks like, uh, and if it will be as Derek heavy, uh, Derek Henry centric as it was last season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's set up for it. He's going to get the workload, and it's a really run heavy offense. So, yeah, that's you. You pretty much summed it all up. Those those are pretty easy one uh broncos side of the ball uh not so easy we have drew lock leading this broncos team Cortland sutton you're starting uh noah fant he is a breakout candidate tight end uh, i would be tempted to start him he would be would. nearer the top of the te2 category um yeah the titans added jadavian Clowney, so that will be interesting to see how that affects the broncos offense mm-hmm. Um, outside of Cortland Sutton, I'm not particularly excited about the other wide receivers. I think Fant is a solid start. Um, you know, in your opinion, Jarwin, uh, or Noah Fant? Noah Fant. Noah Fant. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I'm with you there. I'm trying to think. Drew Locke, just, he really makes me nervous. Uh, Jerry Judy, I'd want to wait on. Um, and even Sutton, I think he's capped. As far as running back options, Melvin Gordon makes me super nervous. He is questionable with a rib injury, and reports are that he was out of shape uh, and not very motivated when he came to training camp. Yeah, it's worse every day for him. Yeah. Yeah, so if you have Melvin Gordon, please keep a very close eye on it. I'd be tempted just to, if you can afford it, don't start him. Um, Same thing with Philip Lindsay. You know, I want to wait and see what this looks like. Yeah. yeah, Ugh, I, don't I don't like these teams with with Gordon with his injury. I don't think it would be the worst thing to start Philip Lindsay. Um, so he's he's one of those where we say the players that we say wait and see. He's one of those players where I can see where you could start him just because of, of the question mark around Melvin Gordon. Uh, Tariq Cohen or Philip Lindsay? They're very comparable. I'm gonna go with. Based on the situation, I'm gonna go with Cohen though. Interesting. Uh, these two teams. Give me the close. Titans. I'll take the Titans as well, even though I uh, I like this Broncos team. Unlike shut you. up. Ick. I put a ton of faith in Drew Lock this season. What? I... Except I'm not starting him week one because I'm starting Philip Rivers anyway. Enough about me. Well, and that wraps up our preview segment of this episode. You know how much I hate uh, the Titans and the Broncos, so we can move on from that <laughs> swiftly. Uh, we will finish our podcast with a quick yay or nay segment. 
Uh, I'll start uh, with yep. a yay. I have James Conner versus the Giants. Nice. Since 2018, the Giants allow an average of 1.1 touchdown per game. Uh, in case you cannot figure that out, that is very generous. I do think this team will ground and pound. Um, you know, I'm excited. I think this Steelers offense wants to return to that tough mm. football. James Conner should be a big part of it. Give me James Conner. Nice. I like that one. Uh, this first one, I should preface by saying this. This one is too much of a cop-out, um, but my next ones aren't. So I have Josh <laughs> Jacobs on there going up against the oh, Jacksonville. I, how could I not do this? Yeah, literally. Um, how could you not? That's it's It's such a terrible <sighs> team. I would expect top five fantasy production run uh, running backs this season or this week geez i stumbled my way through that well done basically i could see josh jacobs ending this week as the number one yeah valid that's all yeah so expect a great great game he's also not going up against jaguars i meant to say panthers i really fumbled (laughs) my way through that didn't i i promise i'll do better on these next two I mean, that was like the easiest call was Josh Jacobs. It was Jacobs. the easiest so that's, one, that's and I messed up. You, understand you, you overthought it. Yeah. Uh, next up, speaking of Jaguars, I have Chris Thompson versus the Colts. Nice. Uh, this is an awful Jacksonville team. I truly feel that in my bones, and this is a very solid Colts team. I do feel that also in my bones. I do think the Colts will have a commanding lead, uh, and if there's one thing Chris Thompson can do, it can be play catch-up football. He played with the Washington professional football franchise. He is used to being the third down back, the passing downs back. And really this Jaguar team wants somebody they can count on. They have very new green running backs and this seasoned veteran. They're going to rely on Chris Thompson. He's a professional. If he's healthy, he's dependable. They will utilize him in their, uh, I guess, game script that will favor that play style so in a ppr league i think chris thompson can return some solid flex or rb2 value this week there we go speaking of the colts my next yay uh we've talked about him earlier in the segment so i'm not going to take up too much of your time but philip rivers (laughs) i said before this could be one of the uh the bet if you're streaming quarterbacks i think this is this is your best option uh he's got ty hilton which is a very very good wide receiver if he's healthy, and guess what? As of right now, he is. Um, with the questions in the run game, I think they're going to look on Phillip Rivers, who just wants to prove that he's still elite. He can still do it. Uh, yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna pass the ball a lot until they get the lead. So I think that's gonna, he's going to put up enough points to uh, to be a dependable quarterback this week. Uh, with my last yay of the week, I decided to do a Brian's boom of the week. Oh, uh, a streamable option that can be a difference maker. Uh, this week, I chose Deshaun Jackson versus the Washington Professional Football Franchise, uh, and you know this is a pick where you have to use your heart, maybe not necessarily your head. Uh, if you think <laughs> all the way back to the first week of last season, Deshaun right. Jackson went absolutely bananas against this Washington team. Uh, You have a healthy Wentz. You have lack of other receiving options. We've seen this one before. (laughs) This is the same situation. The Eagles are always in. Wentz is going to get numbers. It has to come from somewhere. It can't all be from Ertz. I do think 
Deshaun Jackson is just one of those players who thrives on revenge, thrives on passion, and thrives on that competitive spirit. As cheesy as that sounds, I know he wants to just absolutely obliterate this team and embarrass them. So he's my steerable pick of the week. I think this Washington defense can get got. Give me some Deshaun Jackson this week. Nice. All right. Well, my final is the uh, the diabetic dynamo. Shut up. Risky pick of the week. God. It's Stefan Diggs. Am I wrong? Is he not a risky pick? He's a really risky pick here. He's on a new I team with Josh like... Allen. Okay. But he, he's going up against a terrible New York Jets defense who lost their best defensive Does player. Does that make him risky? It makes him risky because he's on a new team. You don't know what to expect. From so him. is Question. Philip Rivers. So is Philip Rivers, yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving I didn't say Philip Rivers wasn't a risk, but yeah, yeah I got it. Uh, yeah, Jets, like I said, god-awful. Diggs wants to prove himself that he can be that number one guy because really that's all he wants is to be that star player. And he can do it. He's got a great opportunity against the Jets. Uh who gave up 236 passing yards a game last season, given up over 22 points. I think it's it. the opportunity is there, and I would be willing. He's one of those players I, I want to take the risk on this week with Josh Allen's power, his slinging ability. Diggs could be on the other end of that. Yeah, I certainly see where you're coming from, and I cannot disagree with you on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next up, we have our nays of the week, starting with Devontae Parker against Stephon Gilmore and the Patriots. I will Uh, say that's also one of mine. Yes, yeah, that is a fade from me. Um, I'm glad we share that. That makes it a whole lot easier. Devontae Parker is coming off of a injury. He is questionable. Even if he is playing, he will be at less than 100% facing off against the best, uh, in my opinion, the best one-on-one defender in the league. He's a fade. Like you said, Absolutely. pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's it's really, if you ever want to predict one of our nays of the week, whichever wide receiver is going up against Stephon Gilmore, that's a pretty solid option. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Uh, I'll just go with my next one since we shared Devontae Parker. I have Kenyon Drake versus San Francisco. Uh, he's questionable with a foot injury. Uh, so even if the tough matchup wasn't enough of a warning indicator, uh, his foot injury is. You know, we saw magic last season. Kenyon Drake came out and just destroyed San Francisco, not once, but twice. This makes me a little more nervous. San Francisco, they had a whole offseason to prepare. Kenyon Drake is at less than 100%, and I do think the Cardinals will want to highlight their passing options a little bit more. Kenyon Drake is a fade for me this week. Yep, that's a that's a good one. Just to be clear, though, still start him. Still start him. Just don't expect a lot. Yes, absolutely. Okay. You drafted him to be an RB1. I would expect him not to finish as an RB1 this week. Awesome. All right. Uh, I went with any Tampa Bay running back. I couldn't, I was going to put down Fournette. Then I was also going to put down Ronald Jones. I just went with the entire running back situation. We talked about that before, uh, right away in the off season. It was like, it's Ronald Jones. He's the guy after Peyton Barber left. It's going to be Ronald Jones. Then they draft Keyshawn Vaughn. Then they pick up Shady McCoy. Now they get Fournette, who talent-wise should be the best. 
I don't want any part of this running back crap. It's not crap, but <laughs> mess. Dilemma. It, yeah, dilemma. Quagmire. Yeah, quagmire. There you go. Vocab word of the day. Quagmire. I don't want anything to do with this Buccaneers running back quagmire. Uh, Sounds smart. Yeah, avoid it for now. Like I said before, next week, I could be wrong. Fournette could just have a ridiculous game, which I very unlikely. But as of right now, don't touch any Buccaneers running backs. Yeah, no, that is some sage advice from our diabetic Dynamo. Uh, my last nay of the week is Melvin Gordon versus Tennessee. Nice. Here's what I don't like. I do not like that Melvin Gordon showed up to training camp out of shape and dealing with an injury. I do not like he is still dealing with the injury. Uh, apparently, he has been having... Uh, He's yes. also still out of shape. Yeah, out of shape, dealing with an injury, apparently unmotivated, although that is all reports. I have not spoken with him directly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I have not. I do wish, as a former Badger, I would have a lot to say to him. I did see him this. play in person back in the day uh, at Camp go. Randall in Wisconsin. Yeah, cool. However, I will... <laughs> I will not let those personal feelings get in the way of my analysis. Melvin Gordon, if you drafted him, I think you can sit him this week. I'm afraid to see what he can do. We've seen him be great in the past. I mean, we absolutely have seen him perform at a high level. New team showing up at less than 100%. Showing up, like I said, less than 100%. Unhealthy, hurt. I'm concerned. Tennessee should have a pretty solid run defense. I mean, there are no pushovers. Uh, and they have Jadavian. So, you know, I'm fading Melvin Gordon, not just this week, but this season, uh, but especially week one. I think you can look another way. Yeah, I agree with that. My last one is that one that I really didn't want to put on here, but it's true. Daniel Jones going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, which, yeah, like I good said, one. it's going to be one of the best defenses this year and was last year. Uh Long-term Daniel Jones is going to, I predict, is going to have a great season. He he looks great in training camp. He bulked up like 10 pounds. Like, he's jacked now. That Anyway, that doesn't matter. Uh, Golden Tate being questionable. It, you can see why we're fading. And it's just, it just doesn't look good for him this week. Uh, he's one of those players where week by week you think, should I start him? Should I sit him? This week you sit him. This week, you just look elsewhere in quarterbacks, start someone else, and hopefully a week from now, I can be saying something different about it. Yeah, no, I think that is a solid pick, and I'm right there with you. Uh, Andrew, Brendan, that wraps up That's our it. week one preview episode. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. We certainly wish you the best of luck with your week one matchup. Uh, please tune back in. We will have a week one recap and waiver wire pickups episode next week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If we can ask a small favor, uh, please, if you could leave us a review on whatever platform you use to listen to us, we greatly appreciate it. And that is what keeps us going for you, the people. So thank you. Stay safe. And we will catch up with you after week one. <laughs>